Welcome to Victorious Living. So at the point of decision, a very important component has to come into the picture, and that is perseverance. Persevering through all of the obstacles that points the other way, you persevere on with the Father, in fellowship with the Father, so the Father can bring you to the place that He has assigned for you to be in life and in your walk with Him. And so perseverance means to remain constant to the decision in the face of discouragement or opposition. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan starts part three of his series, Keys to Kingdom Living. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us Keys to Kingdom Living. Draw nigh to me, God said in his word, and I will draw nigh to you. When, when people, whomever it may be, may not be you, but when a person has been away from and he makes a choice, they make a choice or decision to go back to, guess what? The Father will come running toward you. The Father will come with his arms wide open toward you. But listen, you gotta do something, people. You, you, you gotta find out what God wants you to do. God, you got to find that out and then you got to walk in it and, and pray, yes, but go with prayer, go toward it because God has more for you today than your mind can even conceive. And so this young man made a bad decision. He left his father's house. Many, the Bible says in that Thessalonian letter, some will depart from the faith. They, didn't, they did not deny God. They didn't say there was no God. They just departed from what they believed, once believed concerning God and went to something else. So there are deceivers that are in the world. Amen. Amen. Deception is one of the great enemies to your mind for someone saying, well, you don't want to do that. Are you still going over there at that faith church? Are you still going over there, you know? And on and on the talk goes. And what do you do? You say, yes, I'm headed back to my father's house. I'm headed back to where God wants me to be planted. And you gotta go if you get a prophetic word, whatever, but you gotta pray as you go. So it doesn't happen without interconnecting parts. So when this young man came to himself, notice that when he came to himself was a crucial turning point for him. He made a determined decision to better himself in his relationship with God, his father, or in, in this case, his personal father. He made a decision. And so next he made a decision to do something about changing his environment. He's in the hog pen. Amen. And the hogs, you know, they don't, that's not very good. Uh, and so he's in the hog pen, but what, while he's in the hog pen, while he's there in the most difficult situation, circumstance of his life, while he's in the hog pen, he made a decision. He made a choice. He's, he made a choice whether he's going to spend his life in the hog pen or is they going to get up and go back toward the father's house because in my father's house, there's plenty the servants have plenty to eat and so forth 
and so on. So he made a decision that connected him once again with his father. So we see then that making the decision was not enough for this young man in the hog pen. Making the decision was not enough. He had to follow through with his decision. He got up and went home. Amen. So you can't, you're not just going to get blessed. I'm not just going to get blessed if I sat on my seat all the time. That's right. Amen. And here's another thing. There's no such thing as you choosing what God has called you to do. You do not choose that. You may want that. And in that, you may think you're choosing that. But God made the choice before any of us ever showed up on the planet. Amen. When, he, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and he gave gifts unto men and he gave some. Didn't give everybody. Amen. So you don't self-choose. You don't do that. You let God make that choice. And he gave somewhat apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. So you're not something that you make up in your mind. Amen. You're something that God called you to be. And you have to know if God called you in the way you know that if God called you, you got to spend time with God in his presence. Amen. You don't do it because somebody prophesied it to you. You don't do it because somebody, you know, may have laid their hands on you and said this, that, or the other. You don't, it doesn't come that way. It comes by the will of the Father. And we get that, uh, uh, we get that knowing of what he's called us to do. We get it from him, not from somebody that gives us a prophetic word. Now, they could give you a prophetic word, yes. And it could be from God, yes. But what you got to do, you got to get up and you got to do something and you got to show some faithfulness and you got to show some uh, steadiness and you got to show some things then and God will begin to develop that in your life. And so when God calls you, he didn't call you just for you to have fun or me to have fun. He called us. Some he called apostles, some he called prophets, evangelists, pastors, or teachers. And so when he came to himself, that young man, until a person comes to grips with the reality of their present condition or environment, they will never begin the process of emerging into it. Next, he made a decision to do something about changing his environment. We're talking about the young man in the hog pen. Making the decision was not enough. That's one of, the, one of the key components, but it's not enough. Now he had to follow through with his decision. He had to make his journey back into the presence of his father. Amen. So at the point of decision, a very important component has to come into the picture, and that is perseverance. Persevering through all of the obstacles that points the other way. You persevere on with the Father, in fellowship with the Father, so the Father can bring you to the place that he has assigned for you to be in life and in your walk with him. And so perseverance means to remain constant to the decision in the face of discouragement or opposition. Let's look at Hebrews 10 verse 23. Look what he tells us to do. Let us 
hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. Now listen, what did he tell us? There's, there, there's a key in the verse, if you'll just read it. It doesn't, it doesn't it's not spelled out K-E-Y, but yet the meaning of it is embedded in the reading of the scripture. Look what he says to do. Let us, he didn't say, I'm holding you. He said, let us hold onto what? Onto him. Let us hold fast to the profession or confession of our faith without wavering for he's faithful that promise. So when we hold fast to our confession of faith, what we believe that God has for us, we hold fast to our confession of our faith in what God has said to us, to us from the scriptures. And we hold fast to other things that God has said to us. We hold fast to that and we don't let go. Why? Because God has us on a journey. Like the, like the uh, young man in the hog pen, he made a decision, made a choice, he got up, went back to the father's house. He drew nigh to his father, back where the blessing of his father was at. We have to do that sometimes in our walk with God. So he said, let us hold fast to our profession of faith. Then another key component is to develop a fear-free life. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 14 and 15, look at it. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood. He also himself, talking about Jesus, likewise took part of the same, that through death, through his death, he might destroy, he might paralyze, amen, and uh, through him that he might destroy the one that had the power of death, that is the devil. And then verse 15 says, and deliver them who through fear of death were all of their lifetime subject to bondage. Another key component is to develop a fear-free life. So Paul speaks of death. He doesn't necessarily speak of physical death, but he speaks of death to, the, to an individual, literally or actually or figuratively as a metaphor as things opposed to God. Paul speaks of death and uh, as as are they are both physical death and it could be death in other areas as well. Death being those things that are resistant to God, fear creates a losing mentality that negatively affect the fruit of the spirit of, in a Christian's life. All of these are are just filled with keys, and we can read over them, and we can forget them. We can read over them again next week and forget them. But in this case of keys to a successful life, we must take the keys because those keys opens the doors that we need to pass through. Another key is to develop a lifestyle of faithfulness. Colossians chapter one, verse two, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you. Now watch what it says to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me make a statement to you. Grace follows those who are faithful. 
Grace follows those who are faithful. Amen. And the abilities of God are set into motion through faithfulness. Another component is to eliminate excuses. Excuses will justify your present environment. Do it, it'll do it every time. Okay, Numbers chapter 13, verses 26 through 28. You say, well, I don't need to hear that because I'm not, I'm not in... Uh, I'm not in that. I'm not doing that. I'm not, uh, I've been on this way a long, long time. Well, sometimes we deceive ourselves and we think ourselves uh, as though we can never be in that place or position. Numbers 13 verses 26 through 28. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to tell all the congregation of the children of Israel. This is the 12 spies that was sent out to spy out the uh, land of Canaan or the, the, uh, the land that God intended for uh, the Israelites uh, to inherit. So that's, that's uh, he sent, they sent the uh, spies out and then they went and they came. They came back to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel and the, in, unto the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them, unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. It was so fruitful, it took two people to carry a cluster of grapes. It's our hope that today's message, Keys to Kingdom Living, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 15. Today's special offer is 15. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.